What's going on, gang? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. Yo, it's your boy Rocks a lot from the On the Rocks podcast. We out, yeah. And we real his coming at you live on this Monday evening. I I changed the look of my level thing to help me out with the mute unmute, and it still threw me off anyway. I just I can't win for losing with this mute unmute. I mean, it'd be like that sometimes, man. You gotta you gotta you can't be so hard on yourself. Um, my bad, gang. Uh, I know we said we were gonna do the drop, but uh. Yeah, I was sick on Thursday. Well, I was sick Thursday, but the Giants game was on Thursday, so I kind of mm. forgot. And then Friday, I was dead. So yeah, I definitely yeah. double forgot. Yeah. And uh, I was definitely under weather myself, bro. I hadn't even thought about it. Mm. You know, I, I tend to pull myself together, you know what I mean, to make sure I'm holding things down. So I didn't mention it. Yeah. But boy, did I catch me a quick little 36 hour cold that, uh, that right. hurt your boy. That fact. hurt your boy. No, that's a fact. Cause like, yeah, yeah. It started to progress. At the beginning of the week, I'm like, oh, I got a little allergy action going on here. Let me start popping some Allegra's, holding down the Allegra. You think it's week. allergies at mm-hmm. first every time, right? Yep. Yep. And then once Wednesday hits and that Allegra ain't doing nothing for your runny nose, you be like, wait a second now. This might be a little head cold coming on here. For me, it's when the throat itch persists after lunch. And it's like, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. The hell, you know what I mean. Usually, I can just, you know what I mean, go for a walk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Because usually, I, I'm, I'm always stuck with the sniffles. So I mean, it is what it is. I I listen to the audio on these freaking episodes, and I'm like, God damn, if I don't sniffle one more time. Yeah, the seasons change, and I always attribute it's always the seasons changing that I think it is at first, mm-hmm. and then eventually I'm like, oh, I'm sick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like it's nightfall time. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, here's the I bad t- thing though is I still have the little two year old or eighteen month year old. Yeah, inheriting yeah. all the germs from the other little Anglo babies at the daycare. So, um, is are they doing okay? Yeah, they're doing good. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But before we continue, I want to say shouts out to my son Fuss. Today is his eleventh birthday. Oh man, happy um, birthday to Junior! What? Yeah, you know Junior is eleven years old today. Um, oh, damn, I remember bro, eleven got, years ago. He got five more years. Boy, he gonna be a grown man in your house. Bruh, 11 years ago, I was in the hospital scared to death, yo. I was like, yo, I'm going to have to leave this hospital. I'm going to have to leave this hospital, you know, (laughs) and it's going to be all on me from there. Like, this is crazy. Like, I remember uh, trying to put his car seat in the car. A white dude helped me in the Walmart parking lot because I was out there stressed out. Like, they Mm. waiting on me. Um, Yeah, I remember riding home and his head was all little in the car seat. So Mm -hmm. I was trying not to swerve too much Mm -hmm. and shit. You know what I mean? It was crazy. I had never had a baby in my car before. I was like, God damn, what about that? The worst. They don't come with manuals. There's not enough Googling you could possibly do. Bruh. It was uh, it was it was wild, man. It was something to think back on. But he's 11. Last year, he had like a Price is Right showcase showdown birthday in New York City. Mm-hmm. Anything he wanted from the Nintendo store and Lego store, all that. It was crazy. So this year, all he got was a pair of shoes <laughs> and uh, a happy birthday. Like, hey, man, happy birthday. It's only you know, going to go. The year before that, it was the same thing, but Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, he had a good run these last few years. Yeah. And so we just going to ring in this. We going to ring in the Snake Eyes uh, 11 with a nice pair of shoes. That's you know dope. what I mean? That's yeah, dope. yeah. So That's shouts dope. to my son, man. Love you, boy. And you can tell the, the level of importance of items as they get older. It's like, yeah, let me get them Jordans. You know, it was funny because his, he dyed his hair green. And Did he said, dye his hair green after having it blonde? Right, and uh, then he was like, yeah, I just kind of want like an outfit that matches my hair. So I got him like the Nike hoodie, the neon green, and then the, the neon green Air Max and shit. It all go together. So he Why was green? About it. 
He just he switched colors, man. He been red, he been blue. Now he's on green, like you know. Hey man, that's he's, just what he, he do. He could do it at this age. It don't matter. Express yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? That's hey, it. Hey man, so, see that's what I like, man. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I let the kids do them and just make sure you listen to what they our say. Our generation, our generation saw what happens when you try to like suppress people and their personalities and yeah, who they are. We ahead, saw what happened. Go happens. ahead and throw an extinction <laughs> level event CD out the window. Yeah, like just just let them be. See themselves. what type of daddy issues you get. Yeah, try to try to nurture. Just let them. Just make sure they respect themselves, but let them be themselves. You know what I mean? Because like, right. boy, we there's some head cases out there because daddy wanted to make. Junior into what he wanted Junior to be, right? A white collared suit wearing. Yeah, you try to live vicariously through your kids, man. You gotta mm-hmm. let them live their life, man. Yeah, gotta let them you live their mean? life, man. Shout out to them. Um, let's get into this real quick. Uh, so we were talking about this today. Something in the water. Do you even know the lineup for this year? Okay, so- you just automatically purchased the tickets and was like, "I'm gonna be there regardless." If Pharrell is out there every single Listen. night. There's several reasons why this is an instant cop for me, no matter what. First of all, it's a hometown local festival produced by my hometown, our hometown legend, Pharrell. Yeah. Secondly, last year was incredible, even though one whole day got storm rained out. You like, went last year? No, I just oh, live okay. here, so okay. I might as well have been here. And so the only reason I didn't go was because Rolling Loud oh, was right, like right, right. a week afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I was already like $3,000 invested in Rolling Loud. I couldn't, there was nothing to be done. Yeah. So it was a local thing. Jay Z and fucking Beyonce popped up last year. Like it went. That per- ain't it- happening this year. Yo, they- I mean, I'm sure of that. But there were no <laughs> incidents. All I'm sure of is there's gonna be a higher quality of acts now. Like it yeah. wasn't bad last year at all. But like now, those are like year- legacy acts. That that was Pharrell being like, yo, Pharrell, please. Like no, nah, but they had your Travis Scotts out there. ASAP Ferg was out there too. That and was on the joint that's supposed to get rained out, right? But they they rescheduled some of the people to another day. Friday oh, okay. was the weaker day, and Friday was the weaker day anyway, for real. Okay. Like Travis Scott performed, so uh, I forgot who was. On, I know Sunday night it was like the big Charlie Wilson finale type shit. But mm-hmm. no, nah, I mean like it it just it's local. It went off without a hitch last year. And to be honest with you, from a price perspective, it's one of the best. It has like the best price range right now at all. Like Rolling Loud is just kind of your standard festival. And those how much is Rolling Loud? General admission was four hundred. General per admission person. for Rolling Loud General is four hundred dollars per person. For how many days day is Rolling Loud? Three days. Three God days. Dang. Are you reading bro, my mind, <laughs> bro? We're talking about like a hundred acts, though. Like I literally oh, yeah. saw like 25, 30 different rappers. Like, it's like each year I went. It's and like it's nonstop. Crazy. It's nonstop. Three stages back to back, nonstop. Like you can go from one stage. It's always a. Uh, there's always a show going on. It's crazy. It's worth every fucking penny. Now, something in the water is only one fifty for general admission for three days. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's as much content. It's definitely not as much content as Rolling Loud because it's only one stage. Mm-hmm. Rolling Loud's three fucking stages. But How I think big is year, Rolling Loud? The last Venue two wise. years, last two years, it's been at Miami Garden. Or it's been at the Hard Rock Stadium, uh, um, outside of Hard Rock Stadium. That whole grounds. Okay. It's fucking huge, yo. Like it's, it's big as shit. Yeah, you're like, not it's gonna have much ass. room to do that in, on the beach. You could spread it out. I think if you, you know, you could utilize the whole ocean front and like, because it was the first year. I think yeah. this year it's going to be bigger. I think it's going to be better this year. There's going to be more acts. They're going to have a lot more to offer this year because it went off so well last year and they mm-hmm. made money from it. So I'm really excited about that shit. It's 150 for general admission. It's 500 for VIP. Rolling Loud VIP was 900 to $1,200 because they had tears. Dang. So I, I, I just hope like, everything goes well this year as it went last year because I'm I'm sure everybody and their mama's gonna try to go now. 
Bruh, I am positive of it. Like, I, it was one of my biggest regrets that I couldn't be a part of the first year mm-hmm. because I was already invested in Rolling Loud. Like, I had been to a festival. I'm like, yo, once you go to a festival, like, mm-hmm. you you want to go back to a festival. You want that to be something that you do because it's such an experience and shit. So, like, I was like, I need a local festival to go well. And when I was sitting at home watching on the internet that Jay-Z and Beyonce just came out, and I'm like, holy shit. See, that's how I know that there's something in the water is serious because you asked me about it. And no lie, eight minutes later, Brian was like, yo, something in the water tickets about to go on sale. Should I cop a bunch and then just hold on to them and resell them and da-da-da? I was like, bro. If you got it to do all that, yeah, sounds like a real easy hustle. If you can yeah. just cop a bunch of because the prices are gonna go up and it's gonna sell out. Like last year, I think they only sold twenty five thousand tickets. I was about to say, even I don't even know how festival tickets can get sold out if you're just walking because in and they out. because the space they mm-hmm. have to figure out how many people they can cram in one amount of space or whatever. It's like yeah, at it can, one time, yeah. like if everybody showed up at one time, this like is a enough. capacity thing. Yeah, and they had it all figured out. It worked out really well, like for what it was. Like I heard, I heard nothing but like good stories about how the shit went. You know, it was like sh- people could park at the amphitheater and was taking shuttles down to the ocean front. Oh, and that went dope. well. Yeah. It was like, and they had they had school buses doing it too. Like people could take, it was like school buses running from the amphitheater to the ocean front nonstop, mm-hmm. like all day. And so it was like $5 shuttle. It, it went dope. So, um, so we don't tickets, know that we don't know the artists or nothing. We just know the tickets are about to go to on sale now. Tickets going on sale Saturday. So, and I so. think, I think it's possible that by the end of the week, we might have some lineup ideas. Mm-hmm. But, I've been here before. I don't need a lineup to know what I'm getting. He like, said, I don't yeah. care who it is. It could be Missy, Bruh. Timberland, and Magoo. I'm going to be rocking. Bruh, I done paid for Rolling Loud tickets. All them prices you just heard before I even knew who was going to fucking be there before, <laughs> bro. And it was not a disappointment. Like, yeah. there's so many artists I discovered from going to Rolling Loud and so many artists I appreciate differently after seeing them niggas in the festival mm-hmm. that, like... You just, I just want a fest. I want festival life to be a part of my life, and so we have one locally that I can go to, like a real one. Mm-hmm. I'm VIP every year because hey, I'm. Is I'm, festival really that serious for you? I mean, I went to A3C and it was cool. Nah, man, I went to Rolling Loud and it was crazy, nigga. <laughs> like, have you seen any of the clips from Rolling Loud in New York yeah. last night? No, I didn't. But let's let's talk about that though. With them trying to ban artists from actually performing, so they stopped Casanova from being able to perform because they he was affiliated with a gang. Like, hey, how can you possibly? And then looking at his explanation of it, he was like, "Yo, I have did my time. I've been through all this. I haven't gotten in trouble since 2007." And it's still following me. And I was like, bro. Yo, they all the way deaded his shit. And him and like four or five other artists too. Like they just all the way killed it. Like I said, they just, they're too violent. They're going to, it's possible they might incite violence or whatever the case is. I, man, that's crazy to me. I just don't know how all that goes. I mean, he did open up the song, punch you in the tape, motherfucker, I knock your teeth out. So. I mean, everything about him screams the nigga that did it. You know wait, what I mean? So. <laughs> wait though. Wait. He his last mixtape or album, whatever he was attempting to do, was horrible because he was trying to vibe. When I'm talking about vibe, think about Casanova singing. No, nah, no, nah, bro, I can't. T- I can't think about Casanova talking with a regular voice, let alone singing. Casanova <laughs> singing every single. I'm like, what are you? What am I listening to? Yeah, However, see, I want to. I want to give artists a space to grow and experiment, but Casanova, bro, you gotta. There's levels to this shit, bro. And he was promoting, promoting it. Oh, so I'm man. thinking like, oh, I'm getting a Casanova album. I'm like, no, 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 no. He he tried it. It wasn't what I wanted to hear. But yeah, that's crazy that you know the police can put that much pressure on a on a festival like Rolling Loud and be like, all right, fine, we won't, we'll pull him. Well, 
to be honest with you, bro, like I follow Rolling Loud really closely, like for like three years now. And the police have been putting pressure on artists that Rolling Loud for like the last couple of years now. Because if you got to think, even one, my last one in Miami, the Miami one, yeah, that was like Kodak just, Black got arrested and didn't get out. Right, just waiting Lil for Wayne, you to go to jail. They were like, oh, there he is, lock him up. Lil, Lil Wayne didn't show up because he was like, oh, that's what we doing. We searching rappers now and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So Lil Wayne didn't just show up. NBA Young Boy and his girl got shot up that weekend. It was mm-hmm. a lot around that shit last time. So, I mean, you know, I'm Team Rolling Loud. Don't get it fucked up, but like. You know, there's been some shit around the last few Rolling Louds the last couple of years, man. So it's, and New it's, York it's ain't playing that either. And them crowds, like, it's literally the vibe of the crowd that makes it work. If everybody wasn't there hey, on shout the vibe, for the Thanks, Plum Goose. If everybody wasn't there for the vibes and the good time, it mm-hmm. couldn't work. There's just too many people. You mm-hmm. couldn't control it. You know what I mean? So, like... It has to be positive. It has to be good vibe. And, like, just to be out there with that many people having that much fun and just, you know, vibing to the same song at the same time, bro, I done seen some Stop shit. Stop like, seen... Because I've seen Rolling Loud sets where dudes be having full-blown mosh pits, and they cool with that. But you're saying there's going to be an, a riot inside it? I'm saying if, it's possible. If Casanova is out there just performing his regular joint? Hey, look, I'm going to be honest with you, It's the same group of people. Hey, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. No, I don't. I don't like to throw no shade at Rolling Loud. But last year alone, just the, just the thought of somebody getting into a fight in the crowd, there was like two little mini stampedes where people just started running for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's wild, dangerous. People get fucked up. They get ran over, hurt. Oh, like yeah. you gonna get trampled. That shit happened twice this year, and it never happened in any year prior to that. And it happened twice for nothing. Like during Travis Scott said, the lights got dark. Mm-hmm. He was getting ready to switch his scene up, and then people just started running for no reason, and it was crazy. Like, and it, it had already happened before. So me and Yada just got out the way, and I was like, "Hold on, chill. This shit probably you didn't hear. It, it was dead quiet. So I don't know why it happened, but like." Think about that same environment, but with like a violent nigga on stage. You know what I mean? A nigga that's trying to like <laughs> think of a fight breaking out because niggas is too amp, and then mm-hmm. then the crowd starts running, and then like you know what I mean? It's a lot. You know what I mean? So I hate to I hate to bring that side to it, but I kind of understand them not wanting too many people to get too worked up because they can't do nothing about those little those little stampedes that happen. That makes sense, but I mean that's gonna happen anywhere. I mean that can happen at a state fair. Yo, but it's it's wild. It's wild when you out there with like. 30,000 people and you see just like everybody start running nigga, it's crazy <laughs> like it, it's really crazy and then like cause the second time Travis Scott got on stage he was like yo chill the fuck out yo right. <laughs> he was like yo chill yo everything's right. cool yo what the fuck <laughs> and shit kept rolling and shit but like it's at first it's crazy so I don't know man them niggas gotta switch their shit up a little bit they wanna be able to go in all these venues where these niggas are scared yeah, I mean that's what he was trying to do but it's not helping <laughs> yet persist my nigga keep pushing you know what i mean like title and look i mean his excuse me rock nation his management is doing the right thing he has another show with title a big booking a big show with title mm-hmm. at barclays center and shit you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it seemed like that was a real good management move to like kind of keep boosting them up like yeah, he's getting ready to perform here anyway mm-hmm. it's all good the rolling loud dudes came out and said basically they're still gonna get their fees they still gonna hold them down mm-hmm. they're still gonna give them more opportunities at other rolling loud so <coughs> you know well, that, that that does make sense though <coughs> so prob- so probably because Cass is from New York, you might have more of an influence there than if he had a rolling out in the middle of Wisconsin somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, and then it's like it's just unfortunate, you know what I mean? Because Casanova is trying to turn his image around, mm-hmm. and it was like a rolling loud New York. Like Fifty Cent came is out. Is this the first ASAP time? 
is the first time they ever had it in New York because they've been expanding like crazy because they're wild successful, my mm-hmm. nigga. Like the shits are great. Like yeah. I couldn't believe how fuck, fuck how much fucking fun it was. It was like hip hop Woodstock or some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be sitting out in the field in Miami somewhere watching Big Crit <laughs> perform and JID and just be like mm-hmm. chilling. Like it was wild. But nah, like it's been real successful. So the New York one was a big deal. Like they had a lot of New York dudes. Like Fifty came out, all that shit. So I know it was a. I know. Cassie is that know, on? Um, I, is it on title? Is it streaming on title? Can I go on title and watch it? Nah, but I know they got a lot of clips of it on on Twitter. Like they do a lot of the highlights and shit on Twitter, and they stream it. It's gonna be somewhere because I know they were streaming on Revolt TV. Mm. Like it was on TV all weekend too. Okay. So I know the I know the clips will be somewhere eventually. I just don't know where right now. But yeah, they always. The first year I discovered Rolling Loud, I was watching it on fucking on the internet on RollingLoud.com, and I was like, "Yo, this shit is crazy." I was watching it on my laptop, like, "Yo, this shit looks wild." Yeah. Like, and that's what made me go to the first time the next year because I was watching it on the internet one year, like, "Yo, I have to go to this shit." Like, mm-hmm. I have to see if it looks like this in real life, and it yeah. was. <laughs> Could so, you imagine yeah. like the whole the whole area just break out to one big swag surf? That would be crazy too, yo. You know. It happens at festivals, my nigga, all the time. Like yeah. the fest between sets, they play all that shit, and niggas throw swag. It's like a big ass party between sets. Like, like you can go eat, you can go drink, you can bring in whatever smoke you want. It's just, it's just a vibe, man. It's a good. I time, would just man. be mad that if I get a good spot and I don't have to go to the bathroom or something, I'm gonna lose that spot. Nah, everywhere is a good spot at a festival. Like you're thinking that, like. Okay, if you want to be all in the front in the middle of the crowd and shit, that's one thing. You can always get there. If that's where you want to be, you can get there if you want to get there. But if you don't want to be all in that shit, there's always space to be just sitting somewhere chilling watching the show. And that's the mm-hmm. dopest shit about it. Like, there were plenty of times I was just literally sitting back. Me and Yada was just sitting on the ground chilling. We could see everything fine. Like, we just chilling. Might be smoking a cigarette or whatever else we might be chilling with. We was... It was a good vibe, man. It was dope, man. Like, it's, it's beautiful out there, man. Shout out to Festival Poppy. Yeah, man. I'm ho- I'm hoping Virginia Beach. I'm hoping something in the water can give me those same vibes at home, bro. Like, no flight, no Airbnb, just VIP tickets. You know it's what already... that traffic is going to look like, son? I live here. I know exactly what it's going to look like. But times are by four coming out the ocean front. Bro, do you know what it's like when 60,000 people leave Miami uh, Hard Rock Stadium at the same time and 60,000 people are trying to catch a lift? I live here. Oh, I'm yeah, ready. that lift is going to be... Yeah, I didn't even think about that. When they trying to leave and you trying to catch that Uber lift, ooh, the Uber lines must be... Yo, late. after Rolling Loud, though, the real secret is to just to get as far away from the stadium as you could and catch a cab. The cabs are all cheaper. It was crazy. Like, I, once I figured out the cab trick, I'm like, yo, fuck Lyft and Uber. The mm-hmm. cabs are like 20 bucks. Not in MetLife. <laughs> Not in MetLife. You have to you have to like negotiate. We tried to offer the, the cab dude $20. He laughed us oh, off. See. I was like, I don't know about New York, how that shit would go. New York is a whole different vibe. I knew we I've been to Miami three years in a row, so mm-hmm. I knew how that shit figured out. But New York, that's what I was talking about. I was like, yo, it's gotta be more expensive. It's gotta be way harder. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to get from Queens to the fucking Jersey Path station to get back to wherever I'm staying at type shit. Like And what it made it even crazier leaving MetLife was the cabs were just lined up and dudes were just leaning on their car like the Uber line was like all wrapped around like a snake and nobody was like bro, you're not making no money out here. Like I said, flights was like fourteen hundred. Well, no, no, no. Excuse me, I don't want to talk. It was the flights, Airbnb. If I eliminate both those from the equation, all I got to do is get VIP tickets and get home. I oh, live yeah. here. You man, you breaking out even, Bruh, Like it's, it's breaking out even. I'm doing even better. Like I'm saving like two grand or some shit. But you going, you doing grand. VIP though, right? But it's still like and two you grand still going to Miami. You still going to drink? You still going to do what you do? Yeah, no. 
it's still like two grand that you're not spending because you're going to Miami. <laughs> like yeah. I live here. Yeah. I'm not paying for room and board. Like it's oh my god. Like yeah. it's like I need this to work out for me, son. Like I need this to work <laughs> out for me. <laughs> like I, I hope it does. Yeah, man, for real. I hope it does. I want to go too, though. But man, I, I got way too much in a short amount of time, bro. Yo, shouts to anybody in 757 that's trying to find some people to go to something in the water with. We only go on VIP. We live out here, so we know we ain't trying to be on the stand. So uh, VIP only. They got layaway. Shouts to you. Don't don't feel too proud to do your layaway plan. It's just like seven months from now. Don't fuck up your Christmas. How do they have next layaway? April. Oh, it's really easy. You put down like 40, 50. Even Rolling Loud has it. You put down like 50 bucks, mm-hmm. and then it's like they just break it into payments, and it just comes out of your account automatically. Mm. The beautiful thing is even if you miss a payment, you can sign in and make the fucking payment. So you ain't got to like just cross your fingers and hope. It ain't like one of these things where you miss one payment and your Man, whole ticket's yeah. refunded. Right. Nah, you can log in and say retry payment and all this shit. It's beautiful, man. They got this shit worked out, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Even Coachella has a layaway plan for their damn festival tickets. They trying to get you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you well, want to go. you got to think because they probably do know that airfare. That travel alone is going to be. Bro, if you if you trying to go, you can go. You know what I mean? And you, people, everybody should try. Just be ready to walk and don't wear your best shoes. Wear your most comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was going to segue into another topic, but let's go ahead and just get into our featured artist of the week, shall we? Yeah, uh, yeah. We got no bio or nothing from this. He just said, Ooh. much respect for giving my music a chance. Mysterious. This, uh, this artist's name is Prophecy. First song of the day or evening is For My Say. Let's get into it. The belief that I had in myself was greater than anyone else's doubt and I found something in music that made me want to hold on just when I had enough I get dragged by a touch of power and honor to devour strength and armor that strikes my way it's more than jabs when I fight for my say just when I had enough I get dragged by a touch of power and honor to devour strength and armor that strikes my way it's more than jabs when I fight for my say I'm shown what the odds are saying I take it with moderation You gotta know this To swallow everything at once Is a heavy dosage It'll fill what's bitter A teaspoon of hate will even rust silver Off the utensil If you chew nonsense full And stop hoping But it can't do that when the moment is golden In the worst case My will was at least strong as bronze In the first place So sheer commotion Won't grind my gears to corrosion As long as I salvage Allies who realize how much I pounded The weight of my insight I had in sight I just let it out I don't brag inside From the intros inserted I'm outspoken My confidence is introverted when I had enough I get dragged by touch of power and honor to devour strength and armor that strikes my way. It's more than jabs when I fight for my say. Just when I had enough, I get dragged by touch of power and honor to devour strength and armor that strikes my way. It's more than jabs when I fight for my say. Ain't a fan of what's paved. How can I hail rules man-made? If the views nailed makes a child's grave as an armed threat when harmless, that ain't cool, bro. They alive with their innocence by your tombstone. I'm warranted, of course, and it's war before they give a nigga of age remorse. What's rightfully owed? How to shoot through like a rifle's blow to my bullet stifles, bulletins that indict our mold. No, I'm not unfocused. 
Our times is unnoticed. I don't stare, despise, or curse about it. That's what I swear by. Jealousy's hell's wind. Dog, I'm bona fide. X-ray my skeleton. Prophecy is hard to pass them. Cause this is all heart and passion. Just when I had enough, I get dragged by touch of power and honor. To devour strength and armor that strikes my way. It's more than jabs when I fight for my say. Just when I had enough, I get dragged by a touch of power and honor. To devour strength and armor that strikes my way. It's more than jabs when I fight for my say. That was our featured artist of the week. Prophecy, first song okay. of the evening for my say. Hey man, it was a lot of uh, a lot of bars in there. I hope it ain't go over none of y'all heads. Your man said yeah. a teaspoon of hate will still rest the spoon. I said, what? What? Okay, hold on, let me listen. Let me listen. Yeah, I like that production too, man. That, mm-hmm. shit, was, that shit was good. I like that. I like yeah. that. He didn't need Just to stop. have the uh, that radio overlay the whole entire time over his voice, but it still worked. I think it was setting the vibe. He was giving off them uh, mm-hmm. Doctor uh, MF Doom vibes or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> a weird oh. comparison for that with no sample on the beat like that. But yeah, no shout out to him, man. On it out there. First song of the evening by Prophecy for my say. Shout shouts. Uh, all right, BET Awards. I always oh, forget man, when it comes on, and I always forget to talk about it the day before because they will never show it going alongside of football. Right, 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 right. Uh, what did you think about Lil Duval as the host? Yeah. I thought he was a great host, man. Like, I think Lil Duval was able to perfectly capture, like, the don't take yourself too seriously mm-hmm. nature of being a host of that type of show. Mm-hmm. And the nigga was hilarious, man. Uh, I thought he did a good job. I think he was over killing the hot boy, hot girl thing. I think that was kind of like, it's already done, dog. You still on that? Like, that bro. was just like a thread they probably put through the show. You know what I mean? Like, they probably wrote this damn treatment for the show back in July. I was about to say, it would have to have <laughs> been in May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say, they had already wrote that. So, yeah, hot boys up, city boys down. Right. And uh, he was the perfect one to deliver a kind of an outdated joke like that anyway, because he old. You know what I mean? I literally love the set that Rick Ross did. And now I must find the next Rick Ross concert and go to that immediately. Preferably in Atlanta. I'm not trying to backtrack, but Rick Ross is a Rolling Loud staple, and he never fails to disappoint. Is he really? He goes to Rolling Loud, too? Bruh, it's in Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling Loud started as a a platform for uh, Southern Florida artists, basically. It started for, like, Miami artists, basically. So, yeah, but Rick Ross set was crazy. He just ran through, like, ten hits. Uh, the last time I saw Rick Ross perform, probably 06, when he had Every Day I'm Hustling. Oh, man. He opened, he opened up uh, Greensboro A&T's uh, Homecoming concert. He opened Damn. it up. Him Damn. and DJ Khaled. And Openers. He, perf- he performed maybe three songs. Hustling. And you only do uh, one of them. No, I knew all of them because I was a Port of Miami head. The, okay. Uh, Every day I'm hustling is the reason why I made, made myself become homeless and moved to Greensboro. So, yeah, I listened Yo. to that song on repeat the whole way down to Greensboro. That song, that, hey, that, that one right there, that did change a lot of lives, man. That yeah. that production, yeah. what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, his set was crazy at that war show. I think he might have had one of the best performances because he had like he ran through like seven to eight hits. Right, and it, was, it perfectly flowed through each different song. And you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> oh, <he does> <laughs> it reminded me of a 
All right, y'all, we're going to get to a Rick Ross mini mix. This is DJ Envy. We're going to go through a quick <laughs> Here we go. Rick Ross mini mix. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, <laughs> have you ever watched DJ Envy live? Yes, I have, man. Bro, don't he say here we go like every 30 seconds? It's his shit, man. It's his shit. Hey, look. That's what it, he, but he did it so effortlessly. He went through the song so effortlessly. It was like a mini DJ mini mix set. Like, mm-hmm. it was like reminding you of how many hits that nigga had, man. Shout out to Rick Ross. No, shout out to Rick Ross, man. Shout out to Rick Ross for knowing how to get the best out of Drake and Meek and like all his features, though. Like, hey, man. You know, one day he's gonna get his flowers, man. I'm gonna he be honest. He came with you. out with T Pain. I said, "Hold on." I got up. I turned the whole, I turned the whole system all the way up. I, I know these kids are asleep, but yep, we rocking right now. Yo, that era where uh, uh, the goddamn boss. Oh yeah. my god. Yo, he had a couple runs too, man. Shout out to Rick Ross. Shout out to Rick Ross. Did you watch uh, the Lil Kim's whatever thing? I cut it off once they said that she was up next. <laughs> 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 I can't tell if you're mocking Mary J. Blige or Lil' Kim, dog. You know who I'm mocking, man. <laughs> hey, shouts to uh, my girl, Yada. She's a huge Lil' Kim fan. Oh, I can um, see that. She's a huge Lil' Kim <laughs> fan. And um, But Lil' Kim, shouts to her. She came out and did her thing. She got her Icon Award. Like, she wanted to say damn near, finally. Mm-hmm. But um, I heard her speech her. was like, like slights at BET the whole entire time. Basically, it was like a finally y'all recognize what I did for the game. What is this and, like twenty five years later or something like that? I mean, didn't it have didn't some time have to pass before you yeah. could become an icon? Like yeah, twenty one years I believe, right? You can't get the icon award after your last album drops. Like it's been like ten years since your last album. This is a good time to give you an icon award because the whole game was modeled after you at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah, we get it. But getting on stage and being salty when you was happy as shit to get. The award mm-hmm. is a little whack. <laughs> every time I, no, I mean, you know, just, every time I watch these award shows, I realize how well QC is really doing. Well, you also have to watch these award shows and realize to the winner goes the person present. <laughs> no, so yeah. uh, especially at BET, who had a well, lot. No, didn't Cardi B accept an award for somebody? Oh shoot, I lost you, bro. Hold on. We back. How about yo, yo. say didn't uh, Cardi B um accept the award for somebody? Yeah, but it was like for like the Drakes and the Jay Z's that win awards eventually. But like usually you can tell who's gonna win based on who showed up. Like the mm-hmm. niggas who performing are probably gonna win in the categories that they're in. <laughs> yo, what happened for- to that whole Jamie Foxx Wakanda BET award show that Jay and Beyonce and all them showed up for. Now it's just like, all right, we back to F- FBET all over again. Uh, that was oh, a whole different you know thing. What? Beyonce the won the Icon Hip- Award on that too, or something like that. That's why they were there. But this is the BET Hip Hop Award. It's like a smaller award. This ain't like the overall BET thing. This is like the hip hop, specifically rap awards. So, so you're telling me it's catering to the the younger generation. Well, just specifically hip hop. You know, your Beyonce's ain't gonna be there. Your Gladys Knights and all them ain't gonna be there because it's just the rap awards, basically. And like I said, BET went through a long stretch of giving out awards to nobody being there. Like, oh yeah, the most popular rapper was winning, but they were never there to accept the award. Mm-hmm. It was like, so they basically eventually started giving the awards to the niggas that would show up to perform, yeah. and it was kind of like a trade off. So, you know, this year I think it was really good. This year though, I thought the ciphers were really good. This year, did you like the battle? 
I thought the battle was really interesting. You know what I mean? They, was, you could tell yeah. they were working from the same content to battle from mm-hmm. for some reason. But I thought it was definitely a way more interesting wrinkle to add to the show, for real. Yeah, no, I was surprised when, because I wasn't expecting a battle at all. So when they came out with, like, we're having a battle right here, I was like, this could be really embarrassing, or we might actually get some good bars out of it. They got the they got like the real guys that do the real battles. So yeah. like they brought a lot of authenticity to it. I mm-hmm. thought it went off pretty well to be honest. Which some I, of the some of the punchlines fell flat because they were like repeat punchlines. It was right. like damn, if you would have went first, you might have won. Right. <laughs> but like I thought it was really I thought it was a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I, I applaud them for being kind of creative and innovative with that part of it. Yeah. I, it was real interesting to me. Yeah, I like that. I did I did like this whole BET award. I like Lil Duval's join. I even like shout out to Shumper, man. Shumper killed his little cipher flow, bro. I liked it. He really, he really did the most with his uh, with his attention. Mm-hmm. I thought the comedian cipher though was crazy. right. That was dope too, bro. I forgot about that. Yeah, Chico Bean and Carlos Miller. Well, they do that all the time, it. though. But yeah, they brought their very best to that one. I've heard mm-hmm. them niggas freestyle like that a lot of times or whatever they doing. Mm-hmm. But they brought their best to that. That yeah, was yeah. really good, yeah. really good. And what the girl say? just hilarious throwing shots at the whole country Wayne shit. That right. was dope too. What uh, Chico said, you take a wig off and just as my little brother. Oh, I died laughing. Oh bro. man, I they killed it. Man. To be honest with you, I think it was neck and neck between each cipher. Which one was better? I think it's really hard to tell which one was better. The I don't the. Know. The comedians or the the wannabe rappers, I guess, like, if you can call them that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to BT man. At least they're trying. Yeah, they, they, at least they, they didn't do it. It's yeah, getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. They, they didn't give up it, on yeah. it. They ain't throw it away. All right. Um. Shoot. DMX, bro. We were just talking about DMX. We were just talking about. We were excited that he got a record deal. Yeah, man. Uh, shouts to X, man. Get better. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do to be the best you. Um, that's it, man. That's all you can say. Uh, if the people don't know, he went, he checked himself into rehab. You know, the last six, seven, eight, nine year has been real fast since he got out. Mm-hmm. I saw the nigga at Rolling Loud last year. You know what I mean? He was at Rolling How Loud. How was that? <laughs> Crazy. I can only imagine the energy. <laughs> he has nothing but hits. He's not doing no song you ain't heard before. Right, like, right, right. Fucking, Yo, all them shits bang. Like, the energy's there. None of it sound dated, especially Nothing. live. There's 30,000 people who disagree with you. <laughs> like, everybody's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, it's crazy, yo. So, nah, but shouts to X, man. Get better. Take your time, bro. Take yeah, your that time. must be a hell of a fucking... The way that must look being there where everybody just... Oh, my gosh. Yo, it looks crazy when you're there and you just look in. The, you're not even in the middle of that crowd. Right. Like we're not. I'm not that dude. So just being in the back or off to the side where you have a great view, mm-hmm. but you're not in the middle of the shit and just seeing all those people. Oh my god, it's nuts, man. Could you it's imagine nuts. being the artist? What type of energy that give you though? I'll probably forget the words because I'll be so I'll be so hype on the inside. Like, yo, real quick, we've been watching Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. Me and Yada, mm-hmm. and. uh it's, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been talking a little shit. Like, yo, for real, if I had to go down to, like, the showcase to, like, do one song to try to get a ticket to California, like, I think I'd be straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think I can get, pick the right song and get off that one good performance. Like, mm-hmm. I think I could do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? And so I felt like I was being a little overconfident, though. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm 35, about to be 36, and I know life humbles you. Yeah, so yeah. I was thinking about it for, like, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, I don't want to come off as over cocky to my girl and shit. So I was like, oh, you know what would get me? You know what would kill me, bro? I run out of energy, stamina. <laughs> like, 
they showed the dudes on the show, they would start off their verse, like, especially everybody wanted to be a rapidy rapper on the Rhythm and Flow show. So mm-hmm. they're all like, but they started off all extra good and articulate, but by the third verse, they're like skipping verses. They're like, and I'm like, yeah, I could pick the perfect song with the perfect cadence that wasn't too rapidy rap. You know how I do. But still, my downfall would be running out of energy by the end of the shit. Because like, you'd be so hype. You'd be so hype. And then you actually get out there and do it. Yo, heart Thankfully, I never ran like, into that when I was performing my music. But Jesus, I can only imagine like being in front of 30,000 people, knowing bruh, the words to your joints. I hate to keep bringing up Rolling Loud, but Sheck West, mm-hmm. when he was performing at Rolling Loud this year, he was on, uh, what's that shit where they fast during the day? Was it Ramadan? Yes. Yeah, he was fat. He was on Ramadan, so he wasn't eating nothing sun up to sundown. But he was well, at Rolling Loud eight, going. I think they could eat. Well, yeah, he was at Rolling Loud going crazy, doing Mo Bamba and all mm-hmm. that shit. Like, but he hadn't eaten all day. He's up there like dying. But every time the beat drop, he going nuts, yo. So I'm like, yeah, that's what will humble me. I go out there and start off all strong, and they'll be like, because that's how Royce was giving it to him. Royce was like, bro, you got to get in shape, bro. <laughs> He's like, all them raps is cool, so you can't say that shit. Right. <laughs> oh, so who's the, who's the panel? Oh, they had a lot of different judges. So it's like three different judges, mm-hmm. uh, Cardi, T.I., and uh, Chance the Rapper. So at one point, they all go back to their respective cities. Mm-hmm. So when Cardi went back to New York, she had Fat Joe and Jadakiss as her judges. Oh. When Chance went back to Chicago, he had Royce the Five Nine and Twista as his judges. Ooh, okay. And it was funny because everybody on the on the Chicago one, all them niggas wanted to be rapidy rap rap rappers. Mm-hmm. They all want to come out like, and everybody was like, "Yo, I just don't know what you're saying, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit sound good, but you're not saying it. I don't know what you're saying." They was running out of breath and shit. So it's a really good show. They be releasing like four, three, four episodes a week, and it's pretty good. On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, Netflix and Switch, they slack. I'm about to check that out, yo. Uh, I was about to ask you something else. But no, it's cool. But I was like, yeah, that'd be my downfall. If I went out there, try to do a little showcase to try to get signed or get my golden ticket, I had to make sure I don't go out there and run out of energy, bro. (laughs) What's the the point of the show? Oh, they're trying to get signed. They're going to win, like, uh, they're going to get, like, a record deal or some shit. Like, and so the show, basically, they're trying to find, you know, they're trying to break new rap artists or whatever, Mm -hmm. so... They had to try out some different cities. The next round, they fly them to L.A. They're going to have them doing ciphers and mm-hmm. trying to make videos. It's gonna be, it's basically like oh, American Idol for rappers. Making the band slash American Idol for rappers, but nobody's getting voted off or nothing like that yet. Or gonna be comp- Yeah, they're going to be competitions. They have ciphers. They're going to make videos. They're going to do feature verses on other people's songs, like mm-hmm. famous people and stuff, and like Cardi's going to be coaching them. It's, it's real interesting. Fat Joe and Jadakiss was hilarious, and it's all they be cussing and shit too, so mm-hmm. that gives it a little more authenticity. But it's pretty good. That's crazy. Hey, shout out to them. All right, let's get into our second song of the evening, shall we, by our featured artist of the week, Prophecy. Uh, this one's called Fright. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh. Some teeter from torment. Is that how they should be started? For the good hearted, you may not take much from it. If the person ain't make much of it, the pain's hidden. You remain it. Opt- 
optimism But optics say this ain't how one should be living What role did I play? Was it big enough to console this? I pray Can't let regrets grow Inhale, exhale I suck it up and let it go These things I digest at my pace Storms came and I had the driest face Which seemed alarming They wonder how this is not harm him Tears trickled, cause this world we cheer for when my eyes are fickle. While I sizzle, what you call not knowing you'll be right. Everything's cold and you can't dream right. Could you find peace and stay defined by beliefs? Or would you be horrified and fright? What you call not knowing you'll be right. Everything's cold and you can't dream right. Could you find peace and stay defined by beliefs? Or would you be horrified and fright? Won't take my readers. Desires of human flesh is weaker Plus more tense indeed Than even broken ligaments underneath Lord, I beg this deciphered I see the lost tiptoe around the edge of fire Unexpectedly it works Thus selectively for head starts Till they fall head first For a second chance they squirming Perhaps that yearning grew instead And made them find a new ledge To jump when essential what burns on their skin Still seen by the judgmental Especially the spiteful Who don't care for Key to the moments They successfully try to evade The scars won't fade What you call not knowing you'll be right Everything's cold and you can't dream right Could you find peace and stay defined by beliefs Or would you be horrified and fright What you call not knowing you'll be right Everything's cold and you can't dream right Could you find peace and stay defined by beliefs Alright, that was our second song of the day by Prophecy Fright. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. I like the production again on that one too, yeah, man. He definitely, got some, that. he definitely got some good production, man. Good ear. I like it. I like it a lot. I ain't got no Do your thing, Playboy. Mm -hmm. You're doing your thing. Uh, both of these look like they seem to be off of uh, like an EP or an album or something like that because of how he added a uh, title. But I have everything of his information in the description. If y'all want to check him out, definitely do that. Uh, shout yeah. out to you. Two for two for the evening. Feature hey, artist hey, of hey. the week, Prophecy. Uh, Let's go. Speaking of albums and EPs and such like that. Um, all right. Let's just knock the big one out the way. Your man, Wale. 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 I was really, really... Really, 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 really looking forward to wow, that's crazy. And when I wow, that's to crazy. It, I was like, oh, wow, this is really, really crazy. Um, maybe I should start here. What was the point that he was trying to get across with this album? What was the message? I think that um, he was just trying to do that thing where he shows the more vulnerable side of himself okay. that he's always shown us mm -hmm. and gives us a peek behind the curtains and what it's like to deal with some of the social anxiety issues he faces. And I'm only saying this because I listen to all of his interviews and follow him on Twitter. Okay, because I was about to say I didn't get none of that from the music. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I didn't get none of that from the music, bro. Yo, can I, can I, can I be honest, man? Yeah. Like, I was ready for I was ready for Wale to get his hit. I was ready for him to mm -hmm. have his hit. Like I was ready for it. I was nervous when he approached this album the same exact way he approaches all his albums from a singles perspective. Mm -hmm. We talked about it on this show. Mm -hmm. But I had hope. Um, the album submitted, man. It's submitted. Like I he starts off 
supremely strong. That song, yeah, Sue yeah. Me, is probably one of the mm-hmm. best Wale songs I've ever heard in the last five or six years or some shit. And he's dropped some joints. It, it was. You know what? I'm not going to take any away from... Sumi was good. I'm not gonna take anything away from these features either. Like Ari Lennox features was dope. singing, singing. She sounded fantastic. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, cliche. But then it was like Skip. Sorry, Six. Like B BGM Skip. Love Skip. I like BGM, but I liked it out of context for the album. In context with the album, I was like, oh man, no, bro. bro. Routine was that? Like, where did this Rick Ross and Meek Mill throwaway come from? He just plugged it in the middle of the album and showed it us what he could have gave us more of. In the middle, like if he would have gave us that, like ten or eleven of that, come on, bro. But he also one of the criticisms or one of his defenses I saw online today was that hey, when he was trying to give us those MMG songs, we thought he wasn't ready for. It. We thought he didn't fit oh, well. Oh, whoever said that is big bugging yo. But at the same time, and at the same time, that was like fucking ten years ago. Yeah, that was like 2011 say. or 12 or some shit. Like we that was knew late for Go Go Beats and still in my Nike boots, and I was still happy with how he was sounding with freaking on these tracks. There, y'all, whoever said that on Twitter is big bugging. Um, love and loyalty. I was like, oh, okay, we going Afro beats. Don't really. You know what's funny? It's funny that he went Afro beats because I was talking to uh, I was talking about it. We were listening to it the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. I'm mad that he went Afrobeat because it's kind of played out. Mm-hmm. But I know when he recorded the song and put on his album, he was thinking, well, I am Nigerian. That's what so I was about to say. Anybody can do Afrobeat right. to us. As right. me. Like, so I'm like, oh, he's about to give us something like he's now he's going to give us because Afrobeat is kind of trendy right now. Right. Or right. So I'm like, OK, give us some Afrobeat. Wale. No, no, just one song. And then it was back to some old. Shit, I didn't. Th- I thought it was a decent. I thought it was a decent song, though. I did like the song, the yeah. African song. I thought he killed it. I thought it was dope. Him and the uh, the African artist that was up there with him, uh, Manny Wells. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was dope. Um, but I did, like I said, it was. It didn't. It didn't jump out like nothing stuck to me. It was like a whole bunch of generic. Not. I want to say a whole bunch. I don't want to be. I, I wanted him to have a win, but mm-hmm. it was just too much generic Wale for me. Mm-hmm. Too much girl, you don't understand how I really feel, and you know on the insides I can make a and like it was just too you much know, of that shit. This is the first Wale album that I can actually say I agree with most of the people where he says he's they, he's really wordy. He was very wordy, like trying to rap super fast and a lot of words on some of these beats. Like you didn't have to do that, bro. Right, man. He, I think he just missed the mark, and it's just disappointing. It's unfortunate for him. He just missed the mark. It is because everything else has been so good, man. He needed something to show that he could fit in this market, and like, like bro, he's just he still gave us ambition. He's still just giving us the same shit. Like he's still just giving us an album full of Jeremiah he, features, basically. He gave us attention deficits. Yeah, man, he got some joints, man. The ambition was dope. The ambition was. I even liked the album about nothing. Yo, he got some joints, man. Like, I feel like he was he's just waiting on that one project, man. Like, I don't know what it is about. He maybe maybe you need to lock he, in with a producer. Tell me what you said he said this was supposed to be about again since you watched the interviews. I, I just made that up. Oh. Like <laughs> I, I was like it was generic Wale. It was a generic Wale explanation. I saw like, that he went like, to the Breakfast Club, and I'm like, oh, I'm not in the mood to listen to Wale. Not being he the just mood. went up there to complain about how people. That's don't what like I'm saying. Him like, yeah, I'm not. I wasn't ready to listen to him not be in the mood while I wasn't yeah, in the yeah, mood yeah. to listen to him nah, not man. being in the mood. Chill, Joe. Y'all don't like me, man. Y'all don't fuck with me and all that shit, man. You know, it's more of that shit. I wish somebody like, would wanna... just say, "You right now, what?" Right, and like, 
he wants to embrace that social anxiety and awkwardness, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to embrace what comes along with that. Like, you know, people have to like you in order to want to support you. And it's like, it's not just like, oh, can they focus on the music? We would focus on the music if you wasn't out here crying all the fucking time. Right. Like, you know. Like, he would, he would be a cool kid if he was just cool. Exactly, yo. You know what is? I think I think the the downfall for me personally, it started with that everyday struggle interview where he was on there trying to be as cool as he could be, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, it gotta be like six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. there, and you in there trying to be all cool and like it looks so forced and awkward to me, and I'm like, oh man, this nigga don't know who he is right now. Damn, Wally, I didn't, I didn't want us to do this to you, but bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That album wasn't album. really that good, man. Yeah, he going he going out bad right now, man. I hope he stays. Positive. Is this like comes back? Is this like throughout the whole Twitterverse right now? Like nobody's liking this joint right now. No, he. I follow him, so my algorithm on Twitter is showing me a lot of support. Okay, good. But yeah, I follow him too, so I did see a lot of people like, "Oh, this one is a classic," and he was retweeting that joint. But yeah, everybody not, says that after not. every album. So. It's not. Um, it's not. But um. It's definitely not. But that's yeah. what I'm I'm trying to say is he's only going to – oh, the projections right now have him coming in between 23 and 27,000 first week, which by comparison, NBA Youngboy doing like 100 plus, yeah. 100K plus. Yeah, I think it's 110 is what Act put up. Yeah, and for Wale to be Wale and be coming out the gate 23 to 27K, is it should be well, mildly humbling. Sometimes that happens, man. Your um, your persona and your brand is higher than what people actually want to hear you from your music. Like People identify you as something else. It might be time to, to be a creator somewhere else, though. He needs to branch out. He needs to get somewhere where his personality and what makes him dope can really shine through. He like could do two- like a HBO sitcom show or something like that. Oh, he did. He's, he's had, he has done that before, though. He's been an actor. Think about like a two chains who has all the shows he does on like mm-hmm. Vice and shit or Action Bronson mm-hmm. or like even ASAP Ferg has all these different mm-hmm. marketing tie-ins. Like Wale should be somewhere else where we can get to know the Wale that he wants us to get to know. Like yeah. where he can control the narrative, but he just out here on Twitter and on yeah. Breakfast Club hollering at anybody. Like he needs it. He needs he needs better management in my opinion. He has a talent. He needs somebody to sit his ass down and help him focus. He needs artist development right mm-hmm. now, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out to Wale though, man. I still like music. Shout out to Wale, just man. not this album. Uh, NBA <laughs> Young Boy. Oh, Mr. Herpes. Oh, God, the disrespect. He has the best album of the weekend. Look, I love NBA Young Boy, but this short right here exceeded my expectations, bro. Exceeded my expectations. Which is my favorite song on here? Which is probably going to end up being my song of the freaking week. It's called, uh, hold on, let me find it. <laughs> hold on, let me find this shit. Um, oh, Make No Sense. When he said he was the 06 Gucci. Bro, come on, man. Come oh, okay. On, man. So that's what we, that's the bar now. We just compare ourselves to a good rapper at a good time and like, see, I'm see. the 96 Nas. But if you, you think I mean? about it, if you think about it, do you even follow? You follow NBA Youngboy at all? No, you don't know his just, lifestyle, his music, nothing. Just no? the blogs and the headlines. I can't tell you that I've ever heard. You never one heard song. song? Oh, so then don't it comment. Like, it don't. sounds like I'm getting ready to have to do some homework. Yeah, don't comment. Don't talk. Don't talk. <sighs> you know, I didn't even see his set at Rolling Loud because he didn't make it because he got shot at the day before or some shit. So he and, didn't make it to Rolling Loud. You would know why he got shot at because everything he rapped about. It, I mean, 
it's just it don't get no realer than NBA Youngboy. All right, period. man. I guess I got some homework. I'm a, what's his latest project? I gotta check it. Check out uh, AI Youngboy Two. AI Youngboy Two. Yep. Homework. This is damn. This man, is, this is the one, bro. This this one right here, bro. Like, uh, I hope the report back is fire, man. I this hope joint the right back. here. This joint right. I'm telling. When I'm telling y'all, people. Come on, man. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Oh, my gosh. I'm about to listen to this as soon as I get off of this joint, too. I'm going to check it out, man. I, that didn't sound bad. Uh, the brief snippet. My little, uh, my new, um, my new artist of the week, Lil TJ, True to Myself, True to Myself album project. He sounds like everybody else and it wasn't good. I don't know. Uh, YK Osiris. The album started off well because you know my song is "I Will Give You the World, you world. Baby Girl." That is my joint, right? <laughs> but he had, but he had, but this is the remix. He started off his album with the remix, so it had Tory Lanez and Ty Dolla. So I wasn't so expecting on. that. How many songs on the project? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen, and he started off with a remix to the He's, single. Well, he started off with the remix to the single, and then put the single at the bottom of the album. So track one is the remix of the single. Oh, he, yeah. That's a streaming thing, man. Yeah, you know, they track, try to put the, right, right. yeah, yeah. They running them streams up. Yeah. So you already know yeah. what it is. But then, I was kind of like in the middle of running my four miles at the gym, and it kind of was All like right, man, skip, mm, skip, 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 skip. Oh, okay. Let me listen to that one. So I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna have to go back and listen because that wasn't the right vibe. I probably couldn't run and listen to new music because. I don't like to skip when I listen to new music. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, sometimes it'll throw could, off your vibe. Right, that's what I mean. So I, I have to have like a good playlist or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, running this some shit. Don't get me the line on your show. So go ahead. What was you about to say? No, but I could <laughs> listen to like I could listen to R and B through a whole workout and be perfect. Right, but it still got to be the right songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you it, haven't heard it before, you might you might come across some skippers. Yeah, skippers. if I haven't heard it before, and I'm like, what? What is this? But yeah, you're right. Uh, Casanova behind these scars. Cass, Cass, I'm gonna say this. I see what you tried to do. Okay. But I need you to stop trying to do it. What's he trying to do? He and... need to pick a side. Either you gonna give me jail call all for the next one to ten songs, or you gonna give me freaking uh, coming home Casanova and Chris Brown. You gotta make your mind. So he's still trying he to give you. He is the Fonte of freaking hood rap, son. That is the perfect way to describe it. Because Fonte will give you the bars on right. No News is Good News. Then he'll right. turn around and give you Fontigolo, where I'm not listening to Fontigolo because I don't want to hear Fonte sing. Right, right. Okay. So I see you what need you're to make up your mind. So, Cass, when you're going to give us, like, behind these scars, and I'm thinking, like, oh, this album's going to be tough, then I just need you to name yourself Cass. Yo, what, but ain't there a heart behind these scars? No, no. I mean, like literally, isn't he? A, doesn't he have a heart? Doesn't he? Can he just show you both sides? No. Like, behind these scars, there are a lot of emotions. That's that's a lot of emotions. I mean, you gotta but, get on the radio. But, but then you get, <laughs> but then you give me this, right? Hey, yo, shouts to Yada. She got a verse on that beat. Yada got a so Brooklyn challenge, yo. I might let it out the vault one day. You gotta, you gotta pick a side, bro. Yeah, you got you got to pick a side cast. I'm I'm sorry, cast. You you got to do it. 
So if if you, you know, go, it's obviously a label thing, man. Come on, you know he has to put out songs that might could get some radio streaming numbers up. And come on, man, like he can't just whole, be out here punching people in the face every song. I want him to. And you know what? I wouldn't be mad at either. <laughs> him and Fat Joe do a collab. Like eight, give us seven songs. Him and Fat Joe. That'd be insane. You want seven Fat Joe songs? You can give me a whole freaking Jose oh, three, son. Stop it. Just stop it. Nobody you... wants to hear that much fucking fat. He's been rapping since 1982. Bruh, I even skipped the track So Drippy with Gunna and Young Thug. I couldn't even make it to Young Thug's part. Nobody wants to hear seven new Fat Joe songs. We'll take that one song a year he drops and just let him keep getting his legacy streams off. And you, that's it, man. You just hate it. That's all it is. No, it's been a long time since Don Cartagena. Uh, but I will say Casanova's album is the second best album of the weekend here. Behind NBA Youngboy? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to check out NBA Youngboy, man. I've been I've been following him on the blogs and on the Twitterverse for a long time. Never heard one not Ned Nutter. So uh, he looks like he needs an individual education plan. But um, I'm going to check him out. Lil' Kim, I appreciate everything you have done for the culture. But new music I'm not listening to. Chill, Kim. Chill. Uh, Currency dropped one too. Plan of Attack. I'm not really that big of a Currency fan like Sham and them are. I'll listen to Currency albums, but I just didn't have a chance to listen to this. Currency and, was real dope to me but like eight, nine years ago. But like he drops an album or mixtape every other month. Yeah, I don't even know. But he be rapping, rapping. When you listen to him, you be like, oh, he rapping. There's one that he dropped this year that is fantastic. And I can't even remember the name of it. It's him and somebody else. And it was only seven tracks on that joint. And I let I literally left that thing on repeat while I was driving a good two-hour drive. He's dope. Like seven, eight years ago, I did have a couple Currency joints in rotation that I thought were real fire. Mm-hmm. Like. I appreciate his spot in the game and what he's doing, too, because he's chilling, man. He's doing his thing. And then the last one was uh, Vado Long Run, Volume 1. I didn't listen to that. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. That's all I got, though. Uh, Shout out to Hot 9-7 for doing it to themselves more and more and more and more and more. They said when 6ix9ine gets released, they're not playing any of his music. But you've still been playing his music. Oh, and I took a, sh- a screenshot of it. Let's, let's close with this, right? <sighs> Story via Vibe. With 6ix9ine expected to come home soon, reportedly to a record deal worth $10 million. New York City's Hot 9-7 radio station is making it known that they will not play his music. According to a report by TMZ, an executive from the radio station confirmed that they are not planning on playing 6 ix music upon his release from prison. Hot 9-7's exec admits that the station has never been a big supporter of the rapper, which is a, a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, they also dislike the Brooklyn rapper's decision to testify against his former nine trade gangster bloods associates. So you're telling me as a business, you are upset that he has actually put bad people away? They're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Bro, it doesn't get any like it literally doesn't get any worse than that. And I keep on saying this and I will say it on, on record, yo. Do not invite me up there. I will mess up that bag. Sham oh, can go. You can go for me. Sham can go. Coach Savage can go. I'm not going. I don't have. I don't want to talk to nobody up there. Matter of fact, and here's how. Here's how fake they are when they're on nine seven. Because I'll go to Apple Music and talk to Ebro on his own personal Ebro show because he act entirely okay. different over there. Oh, miss his platform. Yeah, he All don't. His. He don't act like that on Hot Nine Seven. 
Right, no corporate I'll, interest. I'll talk to Rosenberg on whatever he had that late night, whatever joint. I'll talk to P. I'll talk to him on his own podcast because he don't act like how he act on Hot Nine Seven. Right. Same thing with um, uh, Lauren, 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 Laurel, Laurel. What's what's Shorty's name? Damn, I don't know her name. Yeah, I think it's Laurel. I I'll talk to them too. I can't do all three of them together. No. No. Yeah, like Hot ninety seven is mad local. They ain't they ain't even really like they ain't got no national broadcast shit going on. Like, oh, that's true. I need to think about it. Are they syndicated? They, they gotta be right. Nah, they not syndicated. They New York. They local, man. Nah, you you're, you're lying. <laughs> okay, you know oh, you how these fact- flex and all of them are just local. You local. You know how these fact checks go between us. <laughs> they local. Power 105 is, is syndicated all over the country. Hot 97 is just going off the fact that they Hot 97. Is Ricky Smiley Morning Show on Power? Um, I don't know. I think that might be on some... Uh, I think that's that 95.7 shit. I forget. Yeah, because they're syndicated because I listen to them every morning too. Yeah, they out of Dallas or, so, or Charlotte or my, some shit my too. Only, no, they're in Atlanta. Um, oh, okay, okay. My only options right now for morning radio is Ricky Smiley, uh, of course, The Breakfast Club, and then No Limit Larry, which is our local Charlotte radio station. Yeah, that's pretty much us too. You know, we got our Z104, but with same Damn, shit, I different about radio Z104's stations. Z104's yeah, the, the pop radio yeah. station shit. Yeah, I mean regular shit. All right, man, that's all I got, yo. Let's end it on hypocrites going hippo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good man, my back acting up like crazy right now, man. Shout out to the gang. Shout out to the audio listeners. Shout out to the viewership. Shout out to y'all. We appreciate you. Shout out to the new followers, subscribers, likers, everybody out there. I promise you, me and Rocks are going to do a drop this weekend. Can't wait. We might make it. We might make it an extended version just because oh. there's been like three weeks now. So yeah, we ain't give you one the whole month. So Let's we, go. We're, we're gonna give you the whole clip this time. You got anything for us? Shouts to my son, fuss and stuff. Yeah, I love you, boy. Birthday. Happy birthday. Amen. Yeah. On the Rocks Podcast? No? No? No new episode? Oh, anymore? it's coming back real soon. Coming back real soon. Mm-hmm. We're working through some things. Amen. Shout out to Sham Guy Scotty, too, man. Tomorrow, uh, Couch Coaches at 9 o'clock. Oh, we can't wait for Couch Coaches. Ski, Ski Mass Savage. Savage. Hey, we out? <laughs> going on game oh yeah hey man sham guys got it here man hey listen man appreciate y'all listening appreciate y'all watching make sure you hit them buttons like follow subscribe comment all that do all that man catch us here live mondays 8 30 p.m join the conversation